You're tuned in to CIOE 97.5 Community Radio. Thank you for joining us for Mental Health. Let's talk about it. I am Charlene Pickram, your host and owner of Pick Empowerment. I want to thank our worldwide listeners for tuning in. And tonight's guest is Jay Aaron Roy. Welcome, Jay. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. (laughs) So, Jay, you are part of the Lower Sackville community. You live here and you're an entrepreneur here, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So how did you actually find your way into being an entrepreneur? Well, you know, I grew up uh, in Fall River, uh, playing outside with my friends, and we would always construct our own little areas in the woods and have our own little shops, and I always had a dream of just sort of running my own business. And uh, through a lot of journey, this is where I've come to, and now I'm almost five years in business. Yeah, yeah. And so what has really attracted me to you and the services that you provide is that you are outside of the box. Mm-hmm. So although your business is Cape and Cow Comics and Collectibles, mm-hmm. you are very much about creating a psychologically safe place mm-hmm. for community members. Mm-hmm. So how how did that all come about? Because I'm sure that was not your, Mm -hmm. you know, guiding principle when you went into opening your shop. It kind of was, just because I grew up, um, my mom was always telling me to meet people where they were at. And that always stuck with me. And going through life, I, I've never moved away. I've always lived in this area, Halifax, Fall River, Sackville, Dartmouth, always just around here. Yeah. And so I met enough people with enough different experiences. Mm. Um, and I wanted to make everyone feel comfortable in a setting that I could create myself. Mm-hmm. Not just create a store, but like a community space where people could drop in. And just the more listening that I did over the years being in customer service, the more I heard what people liked, gender neutral language and all all of these different things, even down to, you know, calming colors on the wall. Mm. Um, There's so many different things that you can put thought into to help people feel more comfortable. Yeah, exactly. And, And so that's very much about having an awareness of other. Absolutely. And respecting other where they are at Mm -hmm. and just taking exactly taking people where they're at and you know sometimes we might look at someone and and we think you know something looks strange about them or something like that but just sort of putting that into a compartment to the side in your brain and treating them as you would treat anybody else Mm -hmm. and then taking them at their word you know taking cues from that person on how to best respect them Mm, yeah definitely and and so your shop is laid out very differently when you, you know, you approach your shop and you've got all kinds of posters and it's a safe place mm-hmm. and you can bring your animals there. <laughs> I see pictures all the time of people's animals. Yeah. Um, and so you walk in and all your product and everything's there. But when you go into the back of the shop, off to the right, mm-hmm. you have two very just spaces mm-hmm. for people to hang out. Yeah. So what, what's been happening, like, over that five-year progression with the shop, can you let listeners know how the progression has, I guess, evolved 
Oh, for sure. Well, when I first opened, it was September 2014. Um, and it was just the, sort of a main space in the shop that we had renovated. The back room was still just sort of a storage room, but I had a vision that I wanted it to be a youth drop-in center. Okay. Um, and then through a number of different community initiatives and a bank initiative, they came in and they renovated the space and I was able to dedicate it to a friend of mine who helped me set up the shop and also was a huge pillar of youth work in the community. Um, so this sort of happened as a whirlwind pretty soon after I opened, mm -hmm. um, just about in the first year. Wow. And, yeah. And then so I, through that I got to implement you know, a lot of different community programs because I had the space now. Mm -hmm. So I could start running birthdays to help supplement the rent, <laughs> which yeah. was very substantial there. Um, and and then I could finally have that community space. I know so many people, as I said, I've never moved away. So yeah. I went to you know, Dalhousie for theater. I've always been in this area connected to theater people. I ha I, you know, I've helped create a show called Geeks vs. Nerds, which was really fun and, <laughs> and was you know, near the beginning of the resurgence of the HowlCon convention. Hi. And so I got super connected with you know, theatrical, nerdy people who could really you know, show their passion. Mm. And a lot of what my passion is is you know, superheroes and comic books and, I, and Star Wars, and I love that world of fantasy and science fiction. Yeah. And so having a space where I could share all of that love together with everyone, drawing all of those people in, you know, we talk about geeks and nerds. We called our show Geeks vs. Nerds because we own those titles. We're proud yeah. of those titles. And I think, like, what my shop brings is being proud of who you are, no matter if you're a geek, no matter if you're in the rainbow community, no matter whatever, uh, to be proud of yourself. And that yeah. drop-in space is like the magnet that mm. draws people in and shows that you can be comfortable and be who you are and mm -hmm. that there's many different programs that you could be a part of, whoever you are. Yeah. And and so like, I'd like to clarify, I don't think it's the space that draws people in. I think it's you that draws well, people in. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because, again, it's that... It's that psychological safety, being mm -hmm. accepted for who you are. Mm -hmm. And you and I had talked about, you know, that in, in your community, in regards to geeks and nerds, mm -hmm. many individuals are introverts. Absolutely. You know, a lot of the time when I was growing up, I worked at camps and, <clears throat> and I was a camp counselor and things like that. And working with youth, what you learn over time is what they really need is a friend. You know, what anybody really needs is a friend or, you know, sometimes people need someone to stick with them and stand with them. And there's many different instances in, you know, people's relationships where they need to either stand behind them, stand in front of them, stand behind or stand next to them rather. And so these are the times in which they know they can come into my store mm -hmm. <clears throat> and if they want to look into certain comic books and have certain conversations, they're not going to be, you know, said that they're not that much of a fan or whatever, you know, they're, they're going to be accepted at whatever level. Yeah. And anyone else in the store, you know, that they don't know, a stranger shopping around, they don't have to be nervous about being around them because I'm there. Yes. You know, uh, to curate any situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so during your time in the community, one thing that you, you know, were able to really establish was a connection with the Sackville Library as well. Mm -hmm. And the work that they were trying to do with some outreach with the youth. Mm -hmm. And 
So a lot of youth are attracted, obviously, to your shop. Absolutely. And so how, how did you foster that relationship? Because you don't have a background in regards to mental health nope. or social work nope. or counseling or any of those things. No. Um, but you guys recognized that there was a need in the community to work together. I think it comes from being a youth who needed, you know. And I had a really supportive mom who was, you know, who created a business to create a space where I couldn't be bullied, where yeah. she could be the curator. And so I think having that example was really important. But also, like, I, you know, grew up really confused about who I was, and I could have used these spaces. Mm. <clears throat> and I'm sure my mom could have used the support, you know. So um, I'm here to create the kind of space I could have used as a youth and in my experience of volunteering and doing a lot of youth work that way, yeah, um, yeah I just, I, I noticed the kind of spaces that needed to, that there was a gap. Mm. So you are the role model that you needed at one point in yeah, your life. I, you could say that. Mm -hmm. So there must be a, quite a bit of pride in regards to that, is there, Jay? Yeah, when people make me talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of a doer, right? So, um, yeah, I, I am proud of what I've created, though. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know my mom's proud of me, so that, that helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's great that you can recognize that your mother was a role model mm -hmm. to you. Absolutely. And, and she showed you the way. Absolutely. Yeah. And 100%. Now, yeah. And now you get to give back. Mm -hmm. So, you know, thank you because... You know, as I said, I've been watching the mm -hmm. development of you and your um, engagement in the community and have only heard very positive things from every level <laughs> Thank you. of society. So that says a lot, mm -hmm. right? Because we know that people, unfortunately, are more apt to be negative mm -hmm. than they are positive. It's true. Yeah. So you've really created a positive name for yourself here in Lower Sackville, yeah. and, and I'm sure, uh, you know, beyond, because I know people contact you over the phone and, you know, oh, yeah. say, hey, find something for me, Jay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm also getting, like, I get constant uh, messages from parents, mm. you know, asking stuff. About, and I always tell them I'm not a professional, but I do make, you know, videos on my own experience and I, you know, I'm open about my experiences and things like that. So, yeah, yeah. and I'm comfortable. I'm not, you know, uh, a, an authority <laughs> on everything, but I am an authority on my own experiences and, and how I could help kids in, in, you know, having the same kind of experiences. Yeah, so, and yeah. I love that. And I love that you identify that you're not a professional. No. <laughs> you know, that you are speaking from your own experiences mm -hmm. because that's the same for me. I mean, I'm not yeah. a mental health professional. Mm -hmm. I have my own experiences personally and professionally yeah. in regards to mental health. And, and I feel I have awareness to provide others and mm -hmm. can support others. Um, but it is important to let people know, like, yeah. hey... Go, go to your doctor afterwards or oh, for sure. whatever. Yeah, you know? but I think everyone for sure has their own experiences that make them an individual and have, uh, you know, different connections with either their own, you know, um, 
experiences with mental health or their, you know, their loved ones. You know, mm. Everyone has connections that they can pull from. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, we need to take our first break. You're listening to Mental Health. Let's talk about it. And we will be right back with J. Aaron Roy. Welcome back. I'm Charlene Pickram, Mental Health. Let's talk about its host. And let's continue talking with J. Aaron Roy, who is the owner of Cape and Cal Comics and Collectibles here in Lower Sackville, Nova Scotia. And before the break, we were talking about you know, how Jay acknowledges that he's not a mental health professional, um, but because he assists others kind of work outside the box of our mental health system, he's become connected with other professionals. So how has that developed, bringing other people into the shop to assist others? Yeah, so... Um, pretty soon after I opened the shop, um, I had lots of youth coming in. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a lot of those youth I developed you know, great relationships with. And they would open up to me more and more, as I've always, again, worked with youth, so they just sort of open up to me. Plus, I'm you know, the cool comic book guy. So like, <laughs> right. you know, they like to talk to me. And it just starts off talking about you know, fandoms and, and who they like, Wolverine or Superman or whoever, right? Yes. And so that can actually tell you a lot about somebody. Yes, it can. Um, I have lots and lots of conversations with kids and youth. I don't ignore them when they come into my store. They are just as valuable as everybody else. Mm -hmm. So I can learn a lot about them that way. And they talk to me about bullying, and they talk to me about school, and they talk to me about home, and you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a professional, so <laughs> I I can be that hub though, and I can notice those kids in need. Yes. Um, so I basically got connected with friends who are in the mental health profession. <clears throat> Excuse me. So my friend Gary started using you know my backdrop in space um, to meet with kids and. Yeah. Um, you know, the Nova Scotia Health Authority uh, reached out to me and Carrie Rain, who's a registered social worker there. Um, they started donating some time. And so what it does is it brings those very needed services mm. to a middle ground. Yeah. Um, and there's a, you know, through my youth work with a lot of the youth in the rainbow community, um, a, a medical setting can be quite a barrier, you know, Um, sometimes they're not supported at home. So they're wondering who's going to see them in the waiting room. And like, you know, all of these, there's so many different barriers. Excuse me. So many barriers. Yeah. Um, So it all sort of started um, this drop in center idea from no one would question why a kid would come into a comic book store. So if there is a safe space in the back of a comic book store that offers, you know, mental health counseling and different programming that can help with that, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't, you know, no red flags would be raised. So so that's where it started. And I think just with that good idea um, and willing hearts, here we are. Yeah. And and the other thing, it's like you said, there's so many... um, variables when it comes to people reaching out and getting help Mm -hmm. transportation Mm -hmm. not having the support of parents Mm -hmm. not wanting other people to find out and let their parents know Mm -hmm. and then there's further conflict Mm -hmm. um just the unknown themselves Mm -hmm. uh about entering a place by themselves yeah or their own negative experiences that they've had Mm -hmm. within the medical system. Absolutely. Particularly for the rainbow group. Yep. Right? Absolutely. Um, 
And and so again, it's that thinking outside of the box mm -hmm. to assist individuals and meet them where they're already at. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that. Well, you know, and again, that's just what my mom raised me on. Because, you know, I grew up pretty religious. Mm -hmm. And no matter if you're talking about your way of life, your religion, whatever, it's not shoving it down at someone's throats, but just leading by example and mm -hmm. meeting people where they're at. That is all that it's about. Yes, exactly. And, and so the process that you've had, you know, meeting individuals from the mental health uh, Nova Scotia Foundation mm -hmm. and having them come in and... Um, be willing to use your space and offer free sessions mm -hmm. is a whole nother kettle of fish because, again, if you're a youth who does not feel comfortable sharing with your parents or is not accepted by your parents, mm -hmm. how do you go to them and say, Mom and Dad, I need some money? Right. I need to go to counseling. I need to go to I need to, to, to talk to someone who's not you. So many parents, unfortunately, wouldn't understand that. Yeah. So if they're like, you know, I'm just going to take a trip to the comic book store. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, it just, and, you know, you're, you're providing an opportunity to save lives. I hope so. Yeah. So, you know, again, it's, it, it's a comic book store mm -hmm. where people come together and, you know, talk on so many different levels and yet you could be saving somebody's life. Well, and in a perfect world, we wouldn't need this step. No. But in, in the reality is we do. We do, yes. It's where we are mm -hmm. in our fit inside the box system yeah. that we have that we know is not working for our youth. Mm -hmm. The suicide rates, the depression rates, the anxiety rates mm -hmm. are through the roof. Mm -hmm. And so as a society, we need to start looking outside of the box and meeting people where they're at. And, and that's where you are. So I know I keep yeah. saying, thank you. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> but, you know, we really needed that. Mm -hmm. we, we need you and other people in communities to start taking similar approaches and people in the medical system reaching out and saying, let's work together. Yeah. Absolutely. We need to find those doers. Like I, I'm just someone who gets too fed up. If I see a problem and it's not being changed, I have to fix it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. To. Yes. Yeah. And, but you have to be careful and look after yourself. It's at so the same true. Time. That's, that's a big part of the learning curve of doing all of this is yeah. really taking that time for self care. So on that note, ethically, mm -hmm. how do you, I guess, manage that because again you don't have the training yeah right mm -hmm. so how do you handle really difficult challenging emotional gut-wrenching stories from youth mm -hmm. in your community mm -hmm. that you can't always help oh it's, i mean one day at a time yeah um <sighs> I, I have really amazing supports. Mm. Um, I have an incredible partner. I have incredible sisters. I have an incredible mother. Yeah. I get to talk to them. I can vent. I can, you know, and, and I have a great family. That's fantastic. <laughs> so I, I'm so blessed that way. Um, I don't think I would get through it without having those outlets. Mm -hmm. um, but um, it's probably also a dash of um, desensitization. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, yes. You know, uh, I've just had so many 
people um, with similar experiences, a lot of people, you know. Yes. Um, and not, but still, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, there's a lot of it. And you just take it one day at a time. My mother always said, take it one day at a time. <laughs> and if you can't take it one day at a time, you take it an hour or a minute, whatever yeah. you need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I like that. I saw something this morning on Facebook that said, if you can only take a half an hour at a time, yes. then that's what you do. That's right. Mm-hmm. I think I shared that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw it from someone else, so it's like just, you know, just keep passing pass it on along. the wisdom. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. So uh, during this journey... What has been the most difficult mm-hmm. part? Like, when you think back over the five years, mm-hmm. what has been the most challenging aspect of your journey? I think it's probably the aspect that I jump all in, the deep mm-hmm. end. And I've been like that since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So when I first started my business, I was also pretty much first starting testosterone uh, as a trans person. And so I was just coming into my own. I was, you know, presenting as I was moving back home basically to my home community as the man that I knew that I was, you know, all my life. And I figured it out. And here I am starting my own business. And so I think it's just sort of jumping all in and doing Mm. it and just being me and this big risk, um, you know, in this, this new adventure in life, <laughs> let me tell you, because I thought I was prepared for what it was going to be like to start my own business. I yeah, really yeah. thought, I thought, yep, I, I'm pretty much, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. It is, there's just so many things, but I think um, you really just have to be someone who can think on your feet. And yes. I've always been pretty good at that. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been good in emergency situations, you know, I'm just like that doer. So I think the most challenging thing is just being a jump all in kind of person, but you have to be to yeah. be, you know, I, you can't be any other way if you if you want to be an entrepreneur, you've got to just take those risks. Yeah. Um, but just, yeah, I think that's it. Just there's so much to learn. You just got to be able to learn it on your feet. And, and that is the most challenging part. <laughs> yes. And, and when you fall... Oh, get up yeah. or and if you're having a hard time get up like you said have the support system that will mm-hmm. help pick you up well and that would be another thing too i'd say i learned is asking for help Beautiful. it really is um it, there is such power in asking for help mm-hmm. and you know i i used to like so many people think that that's a weakness it is so not it is the complete opposite it is a superpower uh, to be able to just sit back because I'm I'm someone who likes to be able to take care of things myself. If I can fix a problem, I, I will fix a problem. Yeah. I, I spot many gaps and problems and I will be loud and proud about it. Um, <laughs> but I also know when it's a battle that I need an army for. And yes. so I will I will call on the army when need be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I love that because um, asking for help is one of the pillars of mental health. Yes. And it's usually the one that unfortunately society has ingrained in us mm-hmm. that we see as a weakness, mm-hmm. right? And totally. therefore, um, we, we don't ask for help. Mm-hmm. And, and that was my downfall yeah. as, as well, Jay, you know, um, and that's where, you know, it led to the burnout, the vicarious trauma, mm-hmm. the whole thing, because I just... I thought, oh, why can't I do this? I must be weak. You know, I can't let others see this Mm -hmm. vulnerability. And it was ego. Yep. It was, when it comes right down to it, it was pure ego. Yep. 
So we're going to take a break. Please stay tuned in the CIOE 97.5 FM. We will be right back with J. Aaron Roy. Thanks for staying tuned into Mental Health. Let's talk about it. I'm Charlene Pickram, and my guest is J. Aaron Roy, the owner of Cape and Cow Comics and Collectibles here in Lower Sackville. And before the break, we were talking about what was, you know, Jay's greatest challenge that he's been facing. And so now we're going to move on to the more positive end of mm-hmm. things. And so what has been some of your more rewarding experiences throughout your journey? It, there's been a lot, I'm mm-hmm. going to say. It's been, it's been a really awesome experience um, through all the battles. Um, which, you know, the worst battle is rent, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Always the money. (laughs) Always. But the rewards have been great. I love it when kids come in and they're like, this is awesome. This place is so great. (laughs) I've had, like, kids, like, go out and they think I can't hear them and they're like, this place is the best place on the planet. (laughs) Like, they just say these things and I love it. Like, I just end up laughing so hard. Um, So that's really rewarding. Um, You know, getting invited to speak, you know, Mm -hmm. on occasions like this. And I've, I've, you know, spoken spoke at Goresbrook Junior High School for their Pride event and got a lovely painting with all their handprints on it, you know? It's stuff like that. Um, you know, one of the most rewarding uh, experiences was actually I one, one time when I really thought that I wasn't going to make it through a winter. Mm. Uh, and the entire community rallied together and they threw me a cash mob. <gasps> they started down at the, at the park and they put a parade. They made like this loud parade that went all the way down Sackville Drive to the shop, no and way. every person that attended agreed to spend at least ten dollars. Wow! I made five grand that day. Oh my gosh, Jay! A lot of that is my rent mm. <laughs> for one month. But anyways, it got me through what I needed to get through, and the community was like. It, before that and after that continues to be an incredible support to why I'm, you know, staying yeah. <laughs> where I'm at. Yeah, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and so just recently you also did a talk for the International Women's Day. That's right, yeah. Um, which, you know, was really unique because mm-hmm. you present as male. Yes. Right? That's right. And, um, and I was thinking, nah they going to pull this off? <laughs> and so I, I missed your talk, mm-hmm. but fortunately your partner taped it yeah. and I was able to view it. Mm-hmm. And I was just really, really uh, taken back by your perspective. It was so amazing. I think the thing that I loved the best was when you were talking about um, you know, when your body was female mm-hmm. and you had breasts, mm-hmm. um, that those nipples were yeah. not able to be exposed. Oh, totally. Yeah. And now, same nipples. Yeah. And I mean, I presented female for, you know, 26 years of my life. Mm. Um, so I got some experiences that you would get with that. Yes. Um, and yeah, absolutely. Like pre-top surgery, I, you know, uh, as a male, like... In society, no matter what you look like, still I could have probably tried to pull it off, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the fuzz on my face, and there, there's privilege that comes with that. Yes. But, the yeah, the, the point is, is that those nipples were not allowed on the internet, pretty much, mm. um, you know, uncovered, and or out in society, and now the exact same nipples that just have a little less fat behind them yeah. are fine. And, and you know? I thought that's, again, that's a social that's 
construct. It's not right. (laughs) No, no. But anyway, I know I'm kind of getting off, but that was what, you know, one of the things that really spoke to me. Well, that's, that's part of meeting people where they're at. I met you in an experience that you could get. Yes, exactly. And speaking through stories, Mm -hmm. right? So powerful. And, and so you talked about the support that Lower Sackville has provided Mm -hmm. you. Why did you originally choose to set up in Lower Sackville? Because like you said, mm-hmm. Fall River, Dartmouth, yeah. Halifax. Yeah. Why, why here? Why us? Well, Halifax and Dartmouth were represented with comic shops already. Mm. And my particular point in coming out here was to move back a little closer to where I grew up in Fall River. I wanted to come back home. And I knew, because I lived here, mm. that there hadn't been a comic book store in Sackville for like... More than two decades. So it was time. And I worked at other, you know, nerdy comic book stores and video game stores. And one of the constant notes I would hear from customers is, I live out in Waverly. I live out in Sackville. I don't Mm. want to drive all the way. And it's great. There's lots of people in Halifax and Dartmouth who can shop there. But the rural communities need cool spots, too, for the kids to hang out. Again, for, you know, uh, some drop-in center potential, um, things like that. So I I wanted to specifically cater to this area. This is my home. Yeah. And the other thing, too, Jay, is that where you are situated, you are close enough to the library. Yeah. So that if, you know, parents wanted Mm -hmm. to come into Sackville Mm -hmm. and do some shopping while they could drop their kids off and they could go between your shop and the library and Acadia Park and... You know, just spend some time being kids in their community, in safe places. Exactly. So important to develop that community. When I was a kid and, you know, old enough to go and take a bus on my own and do things, I would still have to get a drive into Sackville and then, Mm. you know, bus into Halifax to do anything. Yeah. You know, there wasn't anything for us to do here. So, I, you know... I'm a very big believer of cleaning up your own backyard before Mm. you go and clean up somebody else's. So Mm -hmm. this was me coming back home to clean up the yard a bit. Mm, Nice. (laughs) That's interesting because I have traditionally always worked, except for, you know, a little stint outside of Sackville. Mm -hmm. And because of my work in residential child and youth care, um, you know, confidentiality mm-hmm, and totally. having your own safe space to mm-hmm. go to um, was really important. But now I am also situated in, you know, mm-hmm. Lower Sackville with my business and and I work from that, you know, yeah. that foundation. Well, and I think it's totally valid to like go through whatever stages you need to go through to get the tools you need to get, you know, to be able to do this kind of thing is not for everyone. No. But, but I'm just, for me, my own journey, this is, you know, what where I was and I was like okay it's time yeah. this is it yeah and and I mean you've been embraced and mm-hmm. you're certainly giving back for sure so one of the other things that you provide um for the community is in relation to artists mm-hmm. right Absolutely. You, you provide it just like we do here at CIOE mm-hmm. an opportunity to showcase mm-hmm. um people's incredible work Mm -hmm. and perspectives so how did that all come about i'm a crow and i love to surround myself with beautiful things (laughs) um, yes that and also um again i have to you know give a shout out to my mom because um the small business that she opened was an art 
class, mm. um, art instruction and craft in Fall River for 11 years. Um, so, and she taught art twice a week to people and supported and is an artist and supported local artists. And, and it was really about boosting confidence, mm. right? Like with my mom, she took a very Bob Ross approach. Like you did not make a mistake. It's all a learning experience. Yes. Sign all of your pieces of art because they are pieces of art. You know, like all of these, you know, building, build people up. Yeah. Um, and so I love doing that. You know, I have a lot of really confident artists who make amazing uh, work and sell it through my store. And they have, they bring it in and it's priced and it's ready to go. But I also have quite a few artists who are young or new or just looking to break out into the community, not knowing if they have a place to put their art, not feeling like I can put it in a gallery or anything like that. But, you know, all it takes is someone to believe in you and to say, that's a fabulous piece of art. And I just happen to have a talent for knowing what the general public will spend for something, down to a dollar amount usually. Nice. Uh, And so I can help people price things accordingly and and boost up their confidence level too. Mm. And and provide the community with awesome art. And there's something for everyone. So, yeah, I have almost like 80 80 or 90 artists now (laughs) who sell through the store. Wow, wow. And they make profit, right? So they make 70% um, of what they you know, the price tag. So that's amazing. And, and as we know, art is such a integral way to express oneself. Oh, there's so many things that you can express through art that Mm -hmm. you might not be able to any other way. Yeah. So, you know, that assists an individual's mental health, Mm -hmm. just engaging in the process, Mm -hmm. let alone sharing it Mm -hmm. with others Mm -hmm. and having it be appreciated. Like you said, that. That acknowledgement that, uh, you know, my pieces are worthy, mm-hmm. that they speak to Just somebody. Just yesterday, you know, I had someone bring in some art and they were saying, you know, I was sitting in the car for a while with these, wondering if I should bring them in. Mm. And I said, absolutely, always, always, always bring them in. And they yeah. were incredible pieces. I want to bring like two of them home with me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, amazing. So. It's a good thing you have the shop because you'd uh, have to have some big space. Uh, yeah. <laughs> At least if I get the art, I get it at a 30% discount. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. I, you know, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's good, yeah. yeah. No, that's good. And, and you know, again, it's that the ability to provide space to build somebody's self-esteem, mm-hmm. their self-efficacy, that mm-hmm. they can they can succeed at something and move forward. Yeah, and you know, I, I am proud of what I've created and I think I've created something really cool. And so, and I've had that comment from artists like, I, it's so cool that I have my art in your store. Mm-hmm. And that's rewarding for me to hear, right? So it's Definitely. just a circle of love. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, it creates that energy, the positive mm-hmm. energy. Um, you know, you and I talked about how in our society, we focus on the negative. The mm. negative is what gets blown up. Oh, yeah. And it's, it can just be overwhelming. Very. So, so many days. Yeah, yeah. And it, it depletes our energy. And so, you know, when I go out to speak, particularly with young people, I talk about that they have the power to rewire mm-hmm. the way society engages with one another and what we focus on and, you know, change the neuroplasticity in their yes. brain just by talking positively. Yes. by building each other up, by saying nice things. Just pick five different people every day and say something nice to them. Yeah, yeah. And how powerful 
is that? Oh, because as a recipient, you that can make that can make your whole day. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone says one nice thing to you, that can really boost you up. Yeah, just as we know, if somebody says one horrible thing to you, oh, can ruin your whole day. Can drag you down. You know, throw you right back in the mud. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. So we need to be those positive beacons. We, we do. Yes. Again, it's that the control that we have on a day-to-day basis to make change. I don't think people fully understand how powerful mm-hmm. it you can be. Yes. As an individual. Every single person has that power. Yeah. And it doesn't have to cost anything. You don't mm-hmm. have to start a new business. Nope. You don't have to be educated. You nope. have positive things to provide every day. A smile, a hug, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Mm-hmm. So have you already identified your five people that you're going to? Or are they just random five people, Jay? It's the next five people I'll see. Ah, there we go. <laughs> okay. Well... You may be a lucky recipient. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to take a break. Uh, This is our final break. And when we come back, we will wrap up our conversation with Jay. Let you know where you can find him. You're listening to Mental Health. Let's talk about it on CIOE 97.5 Community Radio. In the final segment of Mental Health, let's talk about it on CIOE 97.5 FM. I want to wrap up by focusing on some more positives. Mm -hmm. Um, How can we as individuals enhance our awareness of mental health, make positive choices to live well, and advocate self and other when support is required? So one of the things that you do, Jay, Mm -hmm. is you do... Um, not only provide support, but you're advocating for others and you're providing opportunities for others in regards to, you know, your youth work. You have some volunteers Mm -hmm. in the shop as well. So can you talk about that? Yes. um, I have amazing youth volunteers who help me run birthday parties and uh, other special community events that we do through the shop. Whether it's um, coming up, we've got a little fundraiser for a bunny rescue and people can get <laughs> pictures with live bunnies. Um, but yeah, I've got incredible volunteers and they help me do the um, booths at, you know, Halcon and Geekwinox and all the different uh, events that we have around the city for, you know, comic book shops and other venues like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're amazing. And that day just basically comes from having been a youth who needed experience in order to gain employment, Mm. um, right? And so the kind of space, again, that I offer is something that is supportive and will build you up and will respect your pronouns and all of these things. So you can, you know, youth can gain experience working in these environments with me there as a support and knowing that I'll back you up in your presentation and your needs. Yeah, and and to build that confidence. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, (laughs) going out there and, you know, first of all, not really feeling accepted by society, as Mm -hmm. many youth don't, Mm -hmm. um, and then being challenged, Mm -hmm. right, by other people. And how do you cope with that, particularly when you are serving other people in a business, is a skill that needs to be developed. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And that is definitely something I dealt with. You know, when I was working for other people, Mm -hmm. you know, pre-transitioning, but 
um, you know, but uh, in, a, in a space where I was actually presenting as male, but I hadn't had access to hormones yet. Yes. And living every day, having to reassure people of your identity and how you could be respected mm. and not having that respected a lot of the time, you know, really having someone that could have been a champion for me yeah. and, you know, been there to support me would have made all the difference in the world. So this is mm. what I try to provide. They help me too, though. They give me the staff I need. <laughs> win, so. win. That's the way the world should be. Yes. It should always be a win, mm-hmm. win. Mm-hmm. I am a strong proponent of that. Yeah. And I think if we, we venture out every single day with that mm-hmm. thought, um, then, you know, how can you go wrong? Yeah. And I, I have very, very strong beliefs in like, I, I can't afford to hire anybody until I can pay them $15 an hour. That is yeah. just straight up what I'm about. Yeah. So I can't do that yet. So <clears throat> I work mostly by myself, but this is why I have volunteers. But then also I saw what benefit I could provide there. So Yeah, yeah. So in regards to that, that comes down to your vision. You know, mm-hmm. you at some point want to be able to hire other yes. people. Bigger, 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 bigger. Bigger, bigger, bigger. So what is what is the vision for Cape and Cal? The vision is having um, a bigger location. <laughs> Um, where I can provide more really it's it's I can pretty much work with the same shop space but I want a bigger drop-in I've always I have a theater background I want to do youth theater I want Mm. to do more workshops connect with I've connected with so many different people Mm -hmm. I've connected with of course the den at the library I've connected with the posse project I've connected with Langhouse, the youth project I've you know I am connected with all of these people I just want to be connected more I Mm want to be able to have staff where I can support those youth and and then also free up my time so that I don't always have to be behind the cash register so I can really get out there and do more of what I'm really good at yeah yeah, definitely. And and so, you know, this is an opportunity for people who are listening who would like to potentially, you know, drop in. <laughs> support our vision. <laughs> and support Jay's vision, you know. Um, and, and that's what it takes. It mm-hmm. does, you know, you can have one person that has the vision, but we know that one person is not going to make it happen. Oh, it takes a village. And, you know, so that's that's your vision mm-hmm. that you have there. What are the current services that, you know, you are providing right now mm-hmm. so that our listeners are aware um, that, you know, they can drop in, they can call. Yes. And this is what you provide right now. Yeah. So right now, um, just going by the days of the week, yeah. on Tuesdays, um, Mondays is a little bit of a break, Tuesdays um, we offer... Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. Um, and so any Tuesday, people can pretty much drop in and peek in and see our Tuesday games. Um, every second week, there's one that you can really just go in and play. Um, mm. It's all online. It's all on, on our Facebook um, and Instagram and things like that. Any yeah. questions at all, I'll give you all the info to get in contact with us to get involved. Um, but that's our lovely Tuesday groups. Wednesday, we actually have D&D again, but it's with Autism Nova Scotia. Oh. And it's their programming that goes on through there on Wednesdays. So to sign up with their uh, programming, you got to go through them, Autism Nova Scotia. Nice. Um, and then 
then one of their gaming locations is us, which is fun. Okay. Um, and I just, I've loved meeting all the participants and, and the people who are involved with Autism Nova Scotia. They're absolutely incredible people. Oh, yes. Um, so, yeah, just awesome. Kindness overload. Overload. Love it. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then every second Thursday is when Carrie Rain comes in from the Nova Scotia Health Authority. And she, um, you book through the Nova Scotia Health Authority with Carrie. Um, okay. So we provide a poster all over the store and on our social media with her email and phone number. And um, yeah, so you just book confidentially with her. You just drop in. It's none of my business who you are and who you're there to see. So you just meet with her. Yeah. Um, and meet there um, for that. And you just, and I, we started just with the summer. And it got so popular that we booked all the way through the school year with her. Yeah, that really, I, I remember there was when that an came obvious need. Yeah, an into obvious play. Need. Yeah. And, and I think the biggest thing, you know, when I talked to several other people in the community was the privacy mm-hmm. and the fact that people could get there on their own. Yep, it's right on a bus route, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for anyone wondering, right now, uh, we're, and I say right now because my lease is coming up and I am looking for somewhere else, but oh. uh, I am definitely absolutely staying in Sackville okay. and doing my absolute best to stay on Sackville Drive. So I just urge people to stay tuned to our social media because I am always transparent about where we're going to be. Yes. Um, but right now we're at 536 Sackville Drive, and that's in with the Scotiabank Plaza right across from McDonald's. Yes. So it's in with a really, you know, good bus route, main, you know, oh, uh, yeah. markers. So you can see where, uh, where we are. Yeah. And, yeah, so that's been absolutely amazing, partnering with Carrie and doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on Fridays, we usually have gaming. So we'll have, you know, Magic <laughs> the Gathering or we'll have board games, um, free play, things like that where people can just drop in, hang out, make some friends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, play some games. Uh, and then weekends are usually special events and birthday parties. Um, mm. So I run affordable birthday parties as well, where we take care of the cake and the pizza and the treat bags and the entertainment, literally everything. You leave the mess. Yeah. So <laughs> two-hour parties. So, yeah. So that's – we just sort of – right now, that's that's what I do every day of the week. But then yeah. also on top of that, um, we have, you know, uh, the Sackville Yoga come in, and they do mm. free yoga uh, right. once a month. We have um, – uh, Tara, uh, who does the singing bowl therapy. Chair Brockett. Yes, yes. Uh, who does the singing bowl therapy. Yeah. Um, also connected with Jasmine. Uh, Tara and Jasmine have the Mouthy Mamas. Yes, And they I've do. been on some of their videos, which are so amazing. Yeah. And they make me laugh so hard. I love them. Yeah. Um, so we're just trying to be really connected. Um, we had an info session with the uh, Posse Project recently where mm-hmm. they did some interviews as well from our drop-in. Nice. Um, yeah, Rebecca from the Den is supposed to be dropping in this week. Yeah. Um, so we're, yeah, I'm just trying to be all connected and, and offer as much as we can. Yeah. But people can find out all all of this on the social media and really any youth who wants to you know connect with me um, they can just come right into the store and hang out with me and see me I'm there every day except for Mondays yes um, and you know my you know the email for the shop that just goes directly to me so it'll always go right to me Be so private. if they want to yeah so yeah. if they want to talk to me they can do that mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and so you know you are very open about your transgender yeah I've got uh, a big flag right on my window <laughs> <laughs> Loud and proud, baby. <laughs> and and so mm-hmm. you know, again, 
you have said parents have contacted mm-hmm. you, youth have contacted you, mm-hmm. and you were open to that. I'm an open book. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, having that resource is so important, again, in that non-sterile environment. Yeah. I'm just here to say, like, you know, not every trans person, you know, is an educator. But I yeah. am here. I am queer. <laughs> yeah. I am proud about it. And I will talk to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you you accept you and you are you mm-hmm. and and that's you know and and I had said that to you uh, you know when we were talking about the show I just wanted Jay mm-hmm. right because yeah. I know that in many instances people contact you because they want you to talk about your yeah, transgender totally. which <laughs> you know I I get that but mm-hmm. at at some point I just want people to see you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just think that's so essential mm-hmm. in in your journey. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, it's certainly an essential part of who I am, but it's not yeah. all of who I am. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you can't represent the entire group of no, individuals. I can only represent myself. Let's exactly. be real. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that many people make that mistake and mm-hmm. that's, you know, culturally, mm-hmm. gender, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. There may be similarities, but the uniqueness overrides mm-hmm. it all. And I like I do little YouTube videos to show my experience because that's what helped me realize my own, you know, gender identity. Yes. And I always put that disclaimer like, you know, this is my own experience. Yeah. 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 So essential. And so in regards to, you know, the again coming back to the vision and you're so open to having people approach you and if it falls within the beliefs and values of the shop then I think you're open to just about exploring any kind of out of the box experience you're not wrong <laughs> <laughs> and and to be excited about yeah. that because you know you're learning I'm a lifelong learner here yes. too you know I don't know everything I I've learned so much over the last five years just by being so open and, and willing to connect with people yeah yeah, yeah. And I think that that's what draws people to you, Jay, is that willingness to explore and learn and, you know, share that with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that, that can be very hard. Once you break that bubble... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's broken but it burst, baby. there's no going back. <laughs> when you're when you're in that protective bubble, mm-hmm. you know, and you're you're feeling so vulnerable. Mm. Um you know, it it's so it is scary. Yeah. It there's no if ands buts about it. Mm-hmm. Um but breaking that bubble and you know, getting out of that stuck place and introducing yourself to other people's their struggles their Mm -hmm. strengths you know their visions can be so empowering it's empowering it's freeing there's just so much out there that we can't experience because we're only in one body you know so just yeah there's just so much out there to learn Mm -hmm. yeah and and so one other thing that I liked because you were running the shop all by yourself (laughs) so there wasn't much time for self-care for you yes Right. And so now Mondays you have somebody that comes in and covers. That's right. For yes. you. My good friend, Bill. Yeah. And, and 
Bill, is he, he's the video game. Yeah, so um, like a lot of the consignment people who go through me, Bill actually owns his own business, mm. which is GAU Games and Collectibles, which focuses on video games. Yes. Uh, so he all the video games in the shop belong to him, yep. and he runs the shop on Mondays for me. Yeah, because I think it's important to note that you are a board game yeah. predominantly, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Mondays is the, yeah. you know other gaming yeah but i mean his stuff is there all week long so yeah. i can absolutely sell it to you and i've worked in the video game industry before <laughs> i just i'm not up on all the new ones uh, i'm a classic vintage gamer so yeah. yeah so i can i can talk video game to a certain degree but if you want to talk video game it's it's with bill on mondays it's with bill well that's great yeah. so i want to thank you jay for coming and sharing some time with us because i know your well, time thank is you so valuable. much for having me um, and so on behalf of myself and my producer, Georgina Fitzpatrick, I want to thank all of our listeners and we wish you well and that you find every opportunity to be empowered.